Welcome. You're listening to The Connected Calm Life. My name is Lane Kennedy. Thank you for being here. Whew. Yes. Today, it's going to be me, solo episode riffing about faith. Every month, there's a topic. And every month, we just kind of go into it. Uh, You know, on Thursdays, I have a co-host. And this month, one of my co-hosts, Tom Gentry, he was episode 104. If you haven't listened to that episode, I want to invite you to go back and listen to it. I've gotten a lot of feedback from it. And I re- I, I actually re-listened to it myself. And then I, had, I asked Tom to re-listen to it uh, because we really shared a conversation around a long-term recovery, but this idea around faith. And I want to go a little bit further today. But before I do that, I want to make sure that you have joined the community, the members area, where we hang out monthly. We have weekly gatherings where we talk about recovery and emotional wellness and alcohol-free living. Please join us. You can find out everything at The Connected Calm Life or at members.connectedcalmlife. Either place, you'll find us, and I can't wait to meet you and hang out with you. The other thing I want to mention is that we have a micro-podcast called The Connected Calm Moment, and this is a Monday through Friday podcast, micro-moments designed to keep you in the moment with yourself. Okay, that's all I'm going to talk about for now. Let's get back into this idea around faith and around where are you at with your sense of self-worth? Where do you find your courage every day to go about your activities? In my early recovery, it was, oh, sometimes I just wanted to pull the covers over my head. And when I am e- like emotionally unstable or spiritually sick, I pull the covers over my head like immediately. I'm just like, I can't do it today. Now, over the years, that's lessened and lessened and lessened because I've been building this muscle of faith. And that's what I want to talk about today. And that's what Tom and I started the month off with, Uh, this idea around where do we and how do we nurture and implement and resource this faith? You know, like how, how? And I get this question a lot. I, I, it's, I, if I had a nickel for every time somebody asked me about my faith and about, you know, how to improve it, I, I'd be, I'd have a bigger house maybe, or a boat. Maybe I'd have a boat. <laughs> so faith is, faith is this idea, this, this, uh, conversation, this thing that you can't really see, feel, touch, hear, taste. It's this word, right? I have faith. And the way that I describe it a lot of the times is just walking. And through this pandemic, we all have had a lot of faith. We've had a lot of faith. I want you to just reflect on this for a moment. None of us had this information that we were going to be facing a pandemic for two plus years. None of us. And who knows? It could last for another three years. We don't know. But the faith is, and the faith that we hold is that humanity will continue. I'm going to say that again, that humanity will continue. 
that we will continue to evolve and grow and we will get through this pandemic. Now, I've also uh, met women over the years in their recovery where they've gotten divorced and they've lost, you know, I've, I've had other friends and people that I know who have lost companies and wealth and mothers and fathers and siblings and children and eyes and hearing and legs and, oh, yeah. Where from the outside perspective, it's devastating. And oh my God, how do they get through that? Well, faith. Having this sense of value about themselves, having this sense of worth about themselves, having this courage that is absolutely divine. And so I want to get into how do we muster that? How do we continue to grow and evolve? How do we continue to walk down the dark black path when we don't know where we're going? You know, uh, a lot of people lost their jobs in the pandemic. A lot of people lost marriages. A lot of people lost family members. And we continue to keep walking. This is faith. Now, as I've walked through this pandemic, I've had to really dive into the ocean of yum more so, more so than I've had to in the past because it's been really isolating and lonely and the disease of alcoholism loves to cultivate in that environment, isolation, loneliness. And when I'm alone and isolated, my thinking can go sideways really quick. And it's really noticeable uh, because I show it. My face shows it, my emotions show it, the tone of my voice, everything about it. And so I have to be really careful about staying connected to this power, this resource, this inner resource that I am able to jump into when I practice. And that is why I teach, right? That is why I guide people into the ocean of yum. That is my whole job in life is to get you into the ocean of yum every day, twice a day, 365. And so when I say, okay, this is how you do it. And then someone says, well, I don't want to do that. I'd rather be uncomfortable. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess you have greater faith in being uncomfortable. That's fine. Totally cool. You want to sit in misery? That can be a faith as well, because you know that that's going to be the same every day until you take action to change it. So let me go back to the ocean of yum. When I'm teaching the ocean of yum, the meditation that I've created, this practice that opens up your heart and aligns your soul. When people jump into that, there is an awakening. And there's this sense of like, oh, I guess I don't want to be alone and isolated. I guess I don't want to try to figure this out on my own. You know, I'm one of these people and I know a lot of women like this where they're like, I'm going to figure this out and I'm going to make the, the list and I'm going to make the checklist and I'm going to, I'm going to make it. And that just makes life harder, honestly. 
things are so much easier when we are doing things together. And that's why I talk about meditating together, practicing together, coming together in community together. And one of the greatest things about 12-step recovery is that there's this togetherness about it. I'm not saying that that is the only way to do it. That's not the way to get find recovery. But what is really great about that is that it creates this community of people who believe they have faith that something works. And then other people can see that. Now, if you're in smart recovery, if you are in she recovers, if you are in, uh, what's the other one? I'm just, I just lost it. Um, uh, the, the, the Buddhism, uh, I just lost it. Dharma punks, right? There is that community resource where everybody has that faith that they are in recovery or moving towards living clean without a life of addiction or alcoholism. They're moving towards recovering. They have faith that together they are achieving a lifestyle that removes alcohol. That's so cool. So let me go back to practicing because we can all practice. Everybody can practice. Let's, let's just stop right there for a moment and take a breath. How about that? Let's practice together. Inhale. And exhale. Sometimes it's just about connecting with the breath. Inhale. And exhale. Faith. Walking blindly. Sometimes we do it when, and we don't even know we're doing it. Like in the pandemic, that's what we've been doing. We've been walking blind faith, trusting that humanity will survive. But really, we don't know. But what we do know is that today, 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 we are living. I want to encourage you to get into your practice, whatever that may look like. That may be going outside and hugging trees, sitting on the sidewalk with the sun, Okay, I'm not like whatever you need to do to connect to that inner resource, do it. That builds this muscle of faith for when some kind of big pile of poop comes down, you're able to walk through it with grace and gratitude. That's what's been really great about walking through the pandemic is the amount of gratitude that I have in my heart the amount of grace that I've been able to tap into as I've gone through the past two, going into three years, you know, with a son going through middle school, like that's not fun, but I've done it. Not perfectly, but I've done it. And there's been a ton of moms out there doing it as well, right? We're doing it because we're practicing. We're leaning into this inner divine resource. So fill your cup up today. Take a moment. Get into the members area. Use one of the practices that are in there. There's a bunch. Sign up for the next call and join us. We do things much better together. Ah, I'm so glad that you listened today. 
Thank you for taking the time. Thank you for practicing. I'm going to stop right there and I'm going to go right into meditation here. Let's take an inhale and exhale. Allowing your eyes to close. Allowing yourself to just feel your breath. And if you're driving, be mindful as you drive or do this later. Feeling the breath moving through you, knowing that there is something guiding you. Inhale and exhale. Allowing yourself to drop into your heart and feeling your heart. Just drop in. Just allow yourself to feel right there. Take the time. You're worth it. Take the time to notice how much strength you have. Inhale. And exhale. Bringing that awareness to the courage you have to move through your life every day. Inhale. And exhale. And just placing a small smile on your face, knowing that you have this power within that guides you, leads you, and drives you. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for practicing. May you find something bright, something light, and something so delicious it fills you up so you can be the best I know you can be. Until next time, take good care. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Jump into the members area. I, I don't really sing, but... You, you know what I'm trying to say here. Jump into the members area, grab one of the workshops, get into the gatherings. You can find all that information over at members.connectedcalmlife. I'll see you there.